Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus this is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's find out what's going to happen this weekend and how it will be in college basketball by bringing in Matt Joseph. You know him as mid-major Matt. He is a writer for FTMBets.com. Also host on ESPN Radio Richmond, 106.1 FM from 3 to 4 in the afternoon. Matt, good morning to you and man. I don't even know where to start, but I will say this is going to be a huge weekend. There's never been this many top 10 matchups in just one day. So is there one matchup in particular that excites you the most? Well, I guess I have to say, you know, Duke, North Carolina. I mean, I guess I'm contractually obligated to say that it's the rivalry (laughs) involving the ACC. I mean, obviously you look at these two teams and, you know, ESPN will certainly make us think that this is a great matchup, even when they're both 500, which they're not this year, but it's, it's obviously one of the ones that drives the most people to the television screen. Yeah, even though I'm wondering if it's lost a little bit of its luster just because the big facing uh, head coaches are not there anymore. Still two great teams with a ton of history. We know it'll probably be a decent matchup at least. But the reason they call you mid-major, Matt, is because you follow the mid-majors. So as we are trying to do some of our preliminary homework for March Madness, what are the mid-major teams that should be on our radar? 
Uh, so this is great. This is tremendous because there's one team that I've been talking about a lot, and um, I already have a 95-1 to 1 future on them to make the Final Four, Ooh. and it's Indiana State. It's Indiana State. When you look at the Sycamores out of the Missouri Valley, they are one of the best offenses in America. They're shooting over 60% from two-point land. They're shooting over 40% from three-point land. They're a great free-throw shooting team. They're 79% as a team from the free-throw line, and they're starting five. Everyone averages double digits, and everyone can shoot the three-pointer. And it's just one of those teams that, look, when you're trying to find some value in the Final Four market, you're trying to find the profile that matches a Florida Atlantic, that tries to match a Loyola Chicago back a couple of years ago when they made their run. And Indiana State kind of fits that team. They're an offense that you just – they run these plays and they, and they space you out that certainly it makes things difficult to kind of double-team any one of their guys. And when I see an 85-1, to 1, a 95-1, to 1, you, you, you think of a team that doesn't have any shot whatsoever and I think Indiana State in the right bracket could go and make the final four so I think it's the Indiana State Sycamores uh, to make that run and to be that mid-major team that's going to surprise a lot of people oh man I love that Larry Bird's old school how about that so is there another mid-major team I know that's your favorite but another one that maybe you're not as sold on but if things sort of come together in the right way based on some potential that you've seen, a flash that you've seen, you think this is another team that come tournament time, you might want to pay attention to. Well, I think, I mean, it's a team that you don't really watch a lot about, and you probably see their commercials because they're one of those uh, uh, schools that has their commercials on all the time, and it's Grand Canyon. Um, I think Grand Canyon, when you look at them, they're 20-2 and two so far on the season. Um, they're another team that has the right mix in terms of their roster. They have a lot of Power 5 transfers because Bryce Drew is a really good basketball coach. Um, you know, they get a lot of kids from Arizona State, it feels like, and you look at the Grand Canyon non-conference. They beat a San Francisco who's not bad. They beat a Liberty, who's not bad. Um, they've beaten a couple of other teams. They were really close with South Carolina back on November 19th uh, out of the SEC. But they're another team that has a really good offense, and their defense matches up really well, too. And when you have a really good coach and you have a team that has roster, that has players on their roster that are from the, the Power Five and they're not going to be afraid of anybody. Now, look, Grand Canyon most likely is going to have to win the WAC, which I think they will. There's an outside chance they can get in that large bid if maybe they don't lose another game until their championship game. But I think Grand Canyon's a team that you have to watch out for as a team that could win a game or two in the NCAA tournament. Okay, so you kind of laid out some of maybe the factors of this, but is there a formula that you have noticed over the years that kind of predicts teams that will go on to be Cinderella's, whether it's, you know, teams that can shoot the three-point ball, teams that have a really good offense, or teams that have a really good defense? Is there a formula you found for mid-majors to make a splash in March Madness? Yeah, I think it's kind of, you know, a little bit of everything when you look at that. I mean, the, the number one thing is obviously the bracket, the draw. They have to have the right draw. You mm -hmm. have to have the right number five. You know, past years, you know, you have to play Arizona or you have to play to Virginia to get that first win because we've seen both of those schools lose in the first round as of late. So you have to get the right draw. And then I think you have to have the right coach. Uh, you know, I think there's certain coaches who were just born to be in March Madness and just born to be coaching in March Madness. And I think you have to have a star. I think 
you have to have one guy that when you need a basket, when you need um, – when you're number one on the opposition's scouting report, you have to have the one guy who's going to score no matter what. So when you look at Indiana State and they have a bunch of different guys who can do it, and you look at Grand Canyon who have a bunch of different guys who can do it, I think that's kind of the formula. You look at a McNeese State, you know, with Will Wade and, and them already winning at Michigan so far this season. They have a style out of the Southland Conference um, that allows them to win games in the tournament. They've won 14 in a row. They went to VCU and won. They went to UAB and won. They went to Michigan and won. So I, I think it's regular season success, having a good head coach, and having the right draw come March. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. We're talking with Matt Josephs. You know him as Mid-Major Matt. He's a writer for FTNBets.com. Also host on ESPN Radio Richmond 106.1 FM from 3 to 4 in the afternoon. You did mention Duke, North Carolina. That is a Saturday 6.30 game in Chapel Hill. And it looks like Carolina will probably be favored by around 5. Do you have a lean or a pick for that game? So I think Duke does themselves a disservice a lot of times in the non-conference by not playing true road games. Now, obviously, they do a play occasionally play one or two when it's part of the SEC, ACC challenge or whatever. Um, but they really just sit home a lot, and they play these neutral court games, which we know are not really neutral because their fans travel. And so now you get to conference play, and you see them go to Notre Dame early, this, uh, early last month, and they don't play their best, and they go to Pittsburgh, and they win by a blowout. Um, basically, what I'm trying to say is, uh, look, I think Duke does it disservice i think they need to play more uh road games early on in the season that said you know i think that they're they're going to be uh, you look at the ken palm number and it's five approximately which means that that's what the number is going to probably be and you're going to see the public jump in on duke early because they're going to be like oh my god duke shouldn't be five point underdogs to anybody i think if this number comes down from that five number i think there's some value in north carolina because north carolina is actually playing defense this year i mean you look at their defensive numbers they are tremendous 22nd defending the three, 33rd defending the two, and you add that with a really tough home court. I think if this number comes down from the opening number, probably a four and a half or five, and we can get like a three and a half or a three, I think North Carolina presents some value because now they play defense and it goes pretty well with an offense that we know can score some points. Okay, Matt, what's your read on Purdue? Because all of their metrics are amazing. You look at the four factors on Kim Palm. The numbers are great. They've got a superstar in Zach Eady, but their tournament history, less than stellar. Is this a team that you'd be willing to back in March Madness? Uh, to, the short answer is no. I mean, them in Arizona, like I'm done. I have to see them show me something in March before I can back them. I mean, I've lost so many bracket pools for, you know, Monopoly money, of course. Um, I've lost a lot of pools based off Arizona. And look, Purdue, you're right. Purdue has everything you need, and their guard play is a whole lot better, and everything looks to be really good with Purdue. But, like, what's your mindset when you get to the tournament and you potentially are a one seed and you're playing a 16 again? I assume they're going to beat the 16 seed, but you know, and if you go off of what happened last time when Virginia lost to a 16, they won the national championship the next year. So, yes, yeah, basically going off of what we see from Purdue, they're a really good basketball team. But what's their mindset going to be when they get to March and when they see that 16 seed potentially? I think they are really good. As long as they don't see Northwestern, I could see them making a very deep run in the NCAA tournament. But pre-tournament, I'm not going to bet on them just yet. Matt, I wanted to get your take on Houston, who has been – so close 
under Kelvin Sampson. And I love the fact that they play such tremendous defense. And Jerome Tang said, what, last week, this is the best defensive team, best defensive squad I've ever seen. Is that a bit of hyperbole, or are they really that good on the defensive end? I mean, they always are. I mean, this team, it's so funny because every year you see them and what they do, and then their numbers just somehow get better on the defensive side. They're number one in two-point defense. They're number eight in three-point defense. And they're number three in turnover percentage. Here's my problem every year with Houston, though. And it's kind of the same thing we talk about with Virginia. Is their defense is really good, but their offense is just not good enough at times. You look at the reasons why they've lost some of those games in the NCAA tournament. Last year, in that Miami game, they just didn't play good enough defense, and their offense couldn't keep up with Miami so it's really hard to go into an NCAA tournament and rely on your defense every single night because somebody's going to be able to beat you Um, two years ago when they played that Villanova game their offense only scored 44 points you're just not going to win even if you hold the team to 50 like they did you've got to score more than 44 points so once again this year's version of Houston you look at them they're 256 in two-point percentage and guess what they're 307th in free throw percentage so when they play one of those close games in March and when they can't score as many points as they have to their free throw shooting is not good enough to help them get over the hump there so I think this is a good Houston team I think this is a good defense but I think that when it comes to March you're just not going to be able to hold teams to 50 points and win every game all right so we're tied on time do you have a play of the day or a future that you'd like in under a minute um and tonight I like to uh Dayton. I think Dayton tonight is a short number against St. Bonaventure. Dayton's a really good basketball team. St. Bonaventure is a different team when it comes to playing outside of only in New York. I think Dayton could take care of business, maybe pair that money line off with a little Akron action tonight against my Toledo Rockets. I think Akron's really tough at home. Oh, did you go to Toledo just out of curiosity? No, no, no. I just really talk a lot about Toledo. Their team total overs are really good. Oh, okay. Very interesting. All right. Well, that's good to know. Always fantastic information, Matt. He is mid-major Matt Ryder for FTNBets.com and host on ESPN Radio Richmond 106.1 FM from 3 to 4. Matt, thanks so much. Have a great Friday. No problem. Thank you. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.